At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel, now through June 9th. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is a Monday edition of the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan. Before we start the show, I do want to send a very big shout out to all of you for all the support on social media, the texts, the emails, uh, the feedback has been tremendous. Only two shows in, but we're going to keep this baby rolling and be unique, be different. And be there for you when it comes to uh, giving you some good advice on what to do in terms of your sports wagering and entertainment. It was a very interesting weekend, and it's not it's not done yet because we got more football coming up later on today. Two NFL games, and we got the Washington Football Team at the Philadelphia Eagles. They're finally going to play uh, tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Eagles are still pissed. They've got more players on the COVID-19 list. Washington is slowly but surely getting some players back. We're going to break down that matchup coming up. Scott Jackson, who does the postgame show, does a great job for the Washington football team radio network. He's going to stop by and chat about that, and we're going to discuss the game. And um, I'm going to give you my locks of the uh, Monday night because we got two games coming up. And yeah, one of those games affected by, guess what, uh, COVID-19. I want you to follow me along on Twitter at jfrankhanran if you already have not. And to please get involved. I want to know what uh, what you're thinking. And, and I want to start off the show with exactly just that. What you are thinking. Because most of the time when you're thinking something, and we've all been there before, when you just know... This is a, a no-brainer. I can't lose. Case in point, last night, Tampa Bay Bucks minus 11 and a half on the Bent River Sportsbook. 
Total was 45 and a half on the Bet River Sportsbook. Everybody I talked to and their mama was saying there's no way the Bucks and Tom Brady lose to Taysom Hill and the Saints on a Sunday night. There's just no way. Money line was outrageous. It was like minus 600 or something. Obviously, Tampa Bay expected to win, expected to roll, and they didn't even score a point. First time in, what, 15 years? <laughs> Tom Brady has been shut out. They had guys going down left and right due to injury. So my point is, just when you think you know everything and this one can't go that way, there's just no way that can happen. When you say those words, there's just no way, start thinking about going the other way. Does that make sense? Just when you start saying, hey, there's no way the Bucks look. Wait a second. Let me go back. Let me DVR myself. Let me let me take a few steps back. That's when you start recognizing those little triggers and you go the other way. Does that make sense? I hope it does. When you say those words, there's no way, go the other way. And we touched on why this show will be a little bit different than others. There's one of your examples, okay? So last night, when you're talking with your buddies, whoever your, your, your little gambling partners are, and you're texting back and forth saying, hey, there's no way that Tampa Bay loses. Wait a second. Did I just say there's no way? Then you jump on the Saints. Now, I know it's hindsight's 2020 or whatever, but we've been there so many times before where we do that and we make the mistake and we're chasing Nothing like chasing on a Monday, but (laughs) if you are chasing, that's why we're here. All right, deep breath. I'm going to check out the Bet River Sportsbook right now. And let me tell you something, fantastic app, fantastic website. When you need to know the latest uh, tips, notes, please check out the Bet River Sportsbook It is fantastic. I urge you to go there right now like I am and looking at what we expect uh, later on today. We've got the Vikings, Bears, that's the nightcap, the Raiders right now, and the number continues to climb. As we record this on a a Monday afternoon, the Las Vegas Raiders, after word that there is no Baker Baker Mayfield (laughs) and no backup in Case Keenum. They're going with Nick Mullins are the Browns. The Raiders are now minus two and a half at the Browns. The total is 40 and a half. Money line. Browns plus 112. Raiders minus 127. I jump right now on the under if I if 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 I can do that right now. Let's do that. I'm taking the under 40 and a half. And that's it. Okay, we'll chat tomorrow. But for now, I'm going under the total of 40 and a half, simply because the Browns are going with Nick Mullins and uh, their third string quarterback. Now the number may get lower, but I'm jumping on it at under 40 and a half as we record this on a Monday afternoon. As for the late game, Vikings and the Bears, Vikings are minus six and a half at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, and the total is 45, which seems pretty low. So you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm taking both unders. So give me the Vikings Bears under the total 45. We'll circle back to that in a little bit. (laughs) But let's talk Washington football. 
because this is the D.C. City cast. We got the Philadelphia Eagles come Tuesday night. Let me bring in uh, Scott Jackson is the uh, postgame host on uh, Washington Football Radio Network. Does a fantastic job. I uh, was driving home after the uh, loss to the Dallas Cowboys, Scott, and uh, just great, informative, entertaining stuff. And I had to have you on the program because the Eagles loom on Tuesday night. Now, as we record this, Scott, on a Monday afternoon, who the hell knows is going to play quarterback, right, for Washington? That's kind of an issue, right? <laughs> it's kind of an issue. Just a small little asterisk. Small little position my, that seems to be kind of important in the NFL. My God, man. So they're, cro- they're literally crossing their fingers right now that Kyle Allen, I think that's the best-case scenario, right, that he'll be able to be seems cleared? Like seems like it. Yeah, it seems like this based on, like, who went on the COVID list first, right? So he went on before Heineke, um, and then, again, there's this whole new uh, way to measure it, Frank, that I really don't understand. I mean, somehow they know how, like, contagious you are compared to the next person. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that the NFL is doing it. It almost, um, you know, again, I think we're all living through this science experiment right now. Uh, that'll be written about in medical journals, and, and people will read about it like in 20 years from now. I'll be like, I can't believe that people live that way. You know what I mean? I didn't know that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. So, yeah, that's what they're doing right now. Just kind of waiting and seeing, and hopefully one of those two guys is available. Otherwise, you know, they're going to go uh, with Garrett Gilbert uh, at quarterback, who just showed up last week. And I give respect, obviously, to the coaching staff. Coach Rivera the other day was saying, oh, you know, he knows our system, blah, blah, blah. But we know that he's shaking in his boots going, are you kidding me? We're 6-7. and seven. We've got a chance to make a run yet again at the postseason. And I'm, I'm, I'm in this predicament where I may have to go with a guy literally I just picked up off of another team's practice squad. Yeah, I mean, even though they have a little bit of history with Garrett Gilbert, this, is, this would not be ideal at all. And, of course, you know, the backdrop is the Saints won last night who won the tiebreaker over you, and now they're suddenly very much back in this thing. Um and really, this feels like an elimination game for one of these teams, Philadelphia or Washington, whoever loses this game, even though they do play each other again in two weeks. It's really, really in a tough spot. Then you almost have to be perfect, and then you got to really be scoreboard watching. Mm. So whoever comes out of this one you know, still, is still very much alive. Whoever loses this one, it's going to feel like uh, is in a pretty desperate spot with just three games to go. I see that there are reports that Matt Ioannidis, another defensive lineman, could be activated in time. Uh, for the game so let's just let's just let's look at it two ways scott let's say they do not have any of their regular quarterbacks available are we looking at a hey we just got to run the football like the patriots did in that victory a couple weeks ago when they played the bills on that windy night or what i mean what would the game plan game plan be just rely on your defense and just try to eat as much clock i mean what what the heck are you going to do yeah, I can't see them going five wide a ton. I'll say that, Frank. I would see. I would think like you would be pretty conservative. Um, again, they do have. You know, Garrett Gilbert played last year for the Cowboys and actually played pretty well. And his spot start for them was was much better than uh, Ben DiNucci. Uh, oh my <laughs> God! He wow, he, uh-huh. he was so terrible. Um, and you know, so I think they could do some things. But yeah, I think look, Antonio Gibson. He's the guy I'd be hiding. Like I would be like he would have been. I would have told him like on Wednesday last week, and all these COVID positives are coming. They're like, hey, Antonio, go home. Um, keep your mask on. Uh, don't go out of the house until we'll, we'll send the testing people over to you if you have to get tested. But we, we really can't afford you to be 
uh, you know, contact traced or, you know, you know, and, and put in any type of position to not be available because it really looks like the, one of these games where they're going to have to have Antonio Gibson. You know, the reports don't look good for J.D. McKissick mm-hmm. as we sit here and wait today to find out the Monday report. But, you know, now he comes back from concussion. Now they're talking about his neck. Uh, which, of course, if you saw the game Monday night, you kind of thought at first it was a neck injury anyway as he was carted off the field. So it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty much, I would suspect, a, a run game, you know, rely on your defense. Now, uh, you know, the same Brandon Sheriff's going on the COVID list now, which is not good uh, for that run game. And Fletcher Cox having to deal with him has always been a, you know, sore in the, in the Washington team's side over the years. So, yeah, but I, I would suspect it would be uh, very much a, a field position, kind of like let's see if we can steal this one kind of ball game. So let's do the other way. Let's say Kyle Allen is available. How much does it change? He looked, you know, he looked pretty decent in that yes. reserve role against the Cowboys. Yeah, I thought he did too. And I'll be honest with you, when he came in that first series where he ran the ball in the one play, I would have just kept him in. I wouldn't have gone back to Taylor. Taylor was beat up. Taylor was seeing ghosts. He was not playing well. He used to throw the ball in the coverage too much. Uh, obviously, he came out there and threw the one touchdown pass. But overall, Taylor was not very good in that game. Uh, and really, he had been getting away with some passes for a few weeks. Then he's got the injury, obviously, with the with the uh, elbow in addition to the knee. You know, he's maybe not as, as physically well. And let's, I mean, Kyle Allen gives you a little bit more of that threat of throwing downfield as well. I think they're very similar. I, I said this at the beginning of the year, Frank. I thought all three quarterbacks have a lot of similar traits uh, and also similar faults. They all have the same mentality. I think they're all guys who are gamers. You know, we're talking about Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, Kyle Allen from what we saw a little bit of him last year and when he played in Carolina, and obviously Taylor Heineke. I thought they were all very similar, but they all had their deficiencies as well, most of which are, are based on turning the ball over too often. And that's one of the things that hurt Kyle Allen last year uh, when he played here was he tried to do too much at times. And, and I think Taylor Heineke falls into that trap as well. But I think Allen has better than Taylor uh, is he, he does the, again, the stronger arm. And he can throw downfield a little bit better. So if he can go, I think it's interesting. And I think they'd be excited to play with him. I mean, I think you, you probably remember this last year, Ron Rivera was really high on Kyle Allen at the end of the year. And I think this is one of the reasons Alex Smith left here with such a bad taste in his mouth was, you know, uh, they said, well, where would you have been without, you know, Alex Smith coach? You, you could have never done this. And he goes, oh, I think we were doing these things, you know, prior to, to, to Kyle Allen being injured. I think Kyle could have done the same thing for us. <laughs> and I think, and I think that kind of bothered, I think that bothered Alex Smith a little bit. But oh, anyway, my God. That's right. He, he does think a lot of uh, Kyle Allen. And obviously, they traded, you know, to get Kyle Allen here. So I think if he went, I think they would be pretty confident uh, in what they could do, uh, you know, in this football game. But, Bottom line, just like we saw last week, Taylor Heineke, you got to protect your quarterback better than they did, and the quarterbacks obviously got to be smarter with the football than than they were last week. Scott Jackson, uh, post game show host here, Washington Football Team Radio Network, joins me here on the uh, DC CityCast presented by uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I look at the line right now, Scott, and it is the Eagles minus six and a half. The total is about forty two. Uh, you know, I, since we still don't know enough about who's going to be available, I'm not even getting close to that i will wait until literally like a coach and make a game time decision on this one so i'm not even going to touch that but let's touch on the philadelphia eagles because what's their deal at quarterback is jalen hurts going to be available is it going to be Gardner Minshew who's looked pretty good what's the latest on that well well here's the thing you know Gardner Minshew played really well two weeks ago when they played right but immediately they said no 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 right Gardner Minshew is not going to play we're going to play you know jalen hurts as long as he's healthy Jalen Hurst was a surprise scratch prior to the bye week, right? He, was, he wasn't even supposed to be scratched, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where he was. And, you know, this week, there was a moment or two where, you know, you would see Jalen Hurst's name on the injury report, and you're like, hmm, this is interesting. 
And then yesterday he was not on the injury report. Now, they obviously have not released it for today. Uh, but I would suspect if he's healthy, he goes. But, you know, with the Eagles, you know, there, there seems to be a little bit of mystery at times. So I'm not, I'm not totally ruling it out. But I would, I would think it's going to be, you know, these last few weeks for them, sure, they'd like to make the playoffs. They'd like to do all that stuff. But they've got all these draft picks, as you know. They need to find out if Jalen Hurts is their guy. Because mm-hmm. if he's not, then they've really got to consider this quarterback class coming out and, and go from there. And they had a heck of a lot more invested, obviously, in their previous, quote-unquote, franchise quarterback. And they had no problem moving on from him. So if you're if you're Jalen Hurst, you you, you got to be pretty you know you know history here. You're like, well, uh-huh. it's not a sure thing that you're the guy. And if you talk to Eagle fans, you know they're not they're not always sold on him either. I mean, some games he looks really good. It sure seems like the games where you make him have to throw the ball more than 30 times, you're going to win against this uh, Eagles team. Right. But when he's you know when they're running the ball like very much like Washington, you know when they run the ball well, they they're pretty darn good and they've got a good defense. So. I think that's that's you know probably their formula here as well. But I think yesterday he was full participant, so I would suspect he'll 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 be the guy uh, come come Tuesday night. You know, and and they again this is an evaluation process for him. Some of the Eagles on social media uh, expressed disappointment that the game was moved back. Uh, does oh, that yeah. does that give them any sort of pissed off edginess, or is that overrated? Who does this because del- somehow Eagles are now. COVID-19 positive so maybe yeah. they are going to use that as a as billboard material but do you think that has any sort of um, gives them any sort of extra incentive to win this game because they feel like they got screwed well I mean I, I guess it could for some people but I mean I would hope to think just trying to stay in the playoff race would be the biggest incentive right, <laughs> right. Um, and, and here's the funny thing about all this Frank so let's say the NFL had said okay we're going to make Washington forfeit and then the Eagles players find out on the back end, oh, by the way, you don't get a game check. You don't get paid either. Rule. Right. You got, that's you the rule, right? Like, and these guys are, like, talking all tough and how angry they are and how they got hosed. And they're like – and I'm like, do they remember that, like, mm. if there's a forfeit, both teams don't get paid here? So would you rather not have a game check? And, look, it's inconvenient as hell. You're going to play today. You know, then you're going to have to come back, you know, and play, you, you know uh, – or not today, excuse me, Tuesday, and then have to play on a Sunday – uh, you know, and it's on the short on the short rest. And, you know, Washington went through this last year to a lesser extent because it was a Monday night pushback. But they were pushed back due to something with Baltimore, which had nothing to do with them because they were a Steelers opponent. It was this whole goofy thing. Um, anyway, you know, it's unfortunate. It's, you know, it's the world we live in right now. I mean, it, it stinks. It, you know, it just, you have to go through all this stuff. And, you know, in the end, stretching the game along is going to cost Washington their Pro Bowl right guard. I mean, you know, Brandon Sheriff's out now because of this. So, you know, go figure where the advantages are not. And we still don't know if they're going to get one of these two quarterbacks back for the game. So, um, you know, it, it's it stinks. Like, there's no perfect way to do it. I mean, here's what I wouldn't have done, Frank. I uh-huh. wouldn't have snuck a 17th game into a season when you knew the pandemic wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what kind of greedy so-and-so these NFL owners are, right? They're oh, like, my God. No, 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 no. We've got to make that extra, those extra we- that extra week of money. Plus, we're going to get these extra playoff teams in. There's more revenue. That's all they could think about was the money. Money. Not that it made yeah. sense or that it was going to be safe or smart mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it was just trying to make some more money. And as we've, always, as we've always said, man, if you're just going to do it, just say it. Don't, yes. don't hide behind the PR stuff. Just say, yeah, we're here to make money. And we said this back in uh, August about these games being forfeited and people losing paychecks. I mean, come on. Did you really believe us? We're here to make money. We're not going to cancel games. And I'd have more respect for that. Uh, Scott Jackson joins me, Washington football team, post-game show host uh, on the Washington football team radio network. 
I have to to bring this up, and I hate to do this, but my God, man, this week yet another story comes out, and this is not game related. This is stadium related, and I don't even know if anybody cares. But because right. because news outlets picked up on it and talked about, oh, Washington could be moving to Virginia to have their new stadium. Of course, we know that's an option. Uh, <laughs> do you even give a crap about this? Because I know I don't, but I just had to bring it up because it, it seems to have an impact on some people in this area. But to me, it really doesn't mean anything. Well, people get very upset because the idea the team's not going to go back to RFK is what everybody wants, right? Like, I mean, I think if you took a poll, the people that care about the team, that's what they want. But right. uh, whether they can make that happen is a whole different thing. And, you know, there's just, there's just so many things. And, and you got to believe some of this stuff is, is brought out for leverage purposes. They put it out there. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, people that I talked to here in Loudoun County, for example, a long time ago said, like, there is no space for this. You know, like, we don't have this – you know, and there's not like a thirst for it in Loudoun County. They're mentioned Prince William County now, which I think that's probably insane. A bit of, yeah, which is insane. It's far down. But, you know, mm-hmm. in some ways you're like, well, a lot of people come up from Richmond for these games and people mm-hmm. come up from, you know, Norfolk and Virginia Beach. Some of your you know, season ticket base that's kind of migrated down that direction. So it would be easier, per se, for them. But, you know, how 95 is in a weekend. It's horrendous. Ooh. I mean, right. the idea that's nuts. I mean, you know, and then there was the idea of National Harbor in Maryland. Um my fear, Frank, is they're just going to build right next to FedEx Field, you know, because that's what they own. They own that land. That would be the easiest thing to do, right? Like, just start building right out there. That would be my fear. Um, I'd like to be back in the city. I think that's where it belongs. I, I don't know. I mean, look, there's just so many things going on uh, with this organization that right. are not necessarily a positive things that I think would really deter some of these municipalities from sticking their neck out for them. And, like, all these things, you know, these guys, they all want you to basically pay for it or want some sweetheart deal, <laughs> you know. Like, and that's what it boils down to. Like, who's going to give me the best deal that I don't have to pay for, you know, that I have to lease money out of my pocket? And that's, t- that's tough in this day and age, especially, you know, with an NFL team. It's not the same as a, an arena uh, where you can, you know, use it year-round for a lot of things. Now, if they're talking about a dome stadium, which is new report, that's new information, a dome stadium – because then you're talking about Super Bowls, you're talking about a Final Four. I mean, things that are opened up the concerts, yeah, yep. yeah, that would not have no- normally been there if you had an open air facility. I mean, for years, I remember talking to Gary Williams, the Maryland coach, about this. You know, many times he's brought this up. He's like, "Look, you know, Baltimore should have built a dome stadium. You know, anybody in the East Coast uh-huh. would be smart to have a dome stadium in the Northeast because the NCAA basketball love would it. love to be in the Northeast. Yep. You know, the best. Yep. The, you know, they go to Atlanta all the time for these Final Fours. They like finding these domes. They went to Detroit for goodness sakes, which is a disaster. Minneapolis. Oh my God. Uh, you know, right. Minneapolis. Yep. They, they want to be in these dome places, so they'd like you know a, a city like DC or surrounding area of DC to have it. Because uh, they could definitely get, you know, regionals for sure. And then again, Final Fours, you're on that, in that mix. So it would make sense for them to do it. If they did a little retractable, it would probably be more preferable. So when the weather's not bad and even, you know, even when it is bad, you know, people around here like the, like the games and the elements. But, um, you know, that would be the smartest thing to do. I, I just, I just kind of take all these stories of the grain of salt. Grain you know? of salt. Yep. It's, it's still, uh, yeah, they still got a lot of time on that lease, by the way. I mean, that lease has still got many years. I get it for planning purposes. You got to, you know, kind of know where you're going to be in 10 years or what have you, but they still have some time. And, um, you know, I think they need to clear through all this other mess first before they yeah, get there. Because and I'm, Brad, you know, be, be quite honest with you. If they, if their stadium was a mile or less from my house, I still wouldn't go. 
because they got to clear up that other mess first. So it just doesn't, yeah, yeah it, it's, I had to get your response to that because, yeah. you know, I hear the stories and I see it on TV and I'm just like, I don't know if anybody really cares. So uh, Scott Jackson joins me, Washington football team, radio network, uh, post-game show host, does a fantastic job. Eagles uh, on Tuesday night. Before I let you go, I, and this is the crazy thing about where we are right now, we literally have to do predictions with all of these different scenarios. Yes. Okay. So we're going to do. <laughs> exactly. We're like going to do. It's crazy, right? It, we got to do two different predictions. Okay. From you. Okay. okay. One is if, let's say, for the most part, let's say they have. Okay. Actually, we have to do three. Taylor Heineke starts, <laughs> Kyle Allen starts, or Gilbert starts. What? Yeah. Give me three predictions on those. What do you okay, got for I me? Think if, I think if Garrett Gilbert starts, they're probably losing the game, right? I think that, that that's pretty that's good given. for Philadelphia. Yeah. Garrett Gilbert's. Um, I actually think Kyle Allen for Washington would be good. I think they could win with Kyle Allen. Okay. Um, and Taylor Heideke, boy, that's the toughest one. It just kind of depends on which guy's there. Like, you see the guy who for the last two weeks has thought it was a good idea to throw into, you know, four players on the other team, you know, Taylor Heideke, or is the guy who was making really sound decisions and taking his check downs and using his legs when he needed to over the last few weeks. Um, I would say if Taylor plays this week, he plays smarter. So I'll go ahead and give him the benefit of doubt. I think if they have one of those top two guys, I like their chances. If they don't, I think they're, I think they're, uh, they're probably losing. And then we're talking about, you know, uh, next year's draft. <laughs> it's wild out there. I would, yeah. I would also like to add, I would love to have the access that these teams do to these testing procedures. Yes. Because I'm running around trying to find a testing site, trying to find some sort of way. Because my, my daughter had an aftercare, and there was some sort of there was an expo. Somebody in their her aftercare tested positive, so we had to get oh proof to get her back into aftercare. And it oh took God. me about a day and a half to find a, a test, and we oh found boy. one finally, and we and we got the negative result. But I'm looking at these pro teams going, man, you can literally just at a drop of a hat go, hey, get, you know, how am I? How am I doing? So especially with the holidays, right, and they too. They have this contagious level stuff. Right. Too. I mean, this is the right. whole other thing. Like, we're just taking this yes or no thing. And even if you feel completely fine, like you positive, you're out. But whereas these other things are like, no, no, you're, you have it, but you're OK to be around people. I mean, it's just yeah. and again, you hope that information is accurate. Bro. <laughs> That's what freaks me yeah. out about all this stuff. It's oh like we're God. just living through this experiment right now in real time. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Scott, I appreciate your time, bro. We'll listen to you after Thanks, the bro. game on uh, on Tuesday night. Scott Jackson, Washington football team, Radio Network. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Frank. A lot of fun. I appreciate it. Coming up, I'm going to break down uh, even further the Monday night matchups. We got two games on tap. We'll discuss more of that. That's coming up next. This is the D.C. CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hey, be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As I said at the uh, jump of the show, appreciate all the support. We are just getting started. We're baby stepping. We're doing the work. We're going to get there. 
And uh, again, I just uh, very excited about this this venture as we are just getting things started. Uh, and we are, my gosh, we're just a few days away from Christmas. So uh, I hope you're happy and healthy and this holiday season is is wonderful to you because I know it's a difficult time out there. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's certainly uh, an incredible time and something like Scott Jackson mentioned, maybe in a few years we'll look back and we're not, we're not going to laugh, but we're going to say, man, we got through that. So that's that's where I'm at right now. All right, let's get to some of these games on a Monday because of the COVID-19 issues as I check out the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Again, check it out at uh, BetRivers.com. Got a great app as well. Informative, entertaining, tips, you name it. It is, uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun just to take a deep dive on the website and you see all the great uh, deals they're also giving out. I do want to tell you that right now, at the start of the show, it was the Raiders minus two and a half. It is now Las Vegas Raiders minus three at the Cleveland Browns. The total is 40 and a half. So the total has stayed pretty much the same in you know the 30 minutes that we've been chatting. Nick Mullins is starting for the Browns. No Baker Mayfield. No Nick Mullins. Uh, the Raiders obviously on the road. Kickoff is at five o'clock. The Raiders were a little ticked off that they got this game pushed back uh, to Monday. Uh, I'm again, I'm staying away from the Raiders at minus three because of the road game, the travel, etc. But I'm taking the under points at 40 and a half. So I'm going under, under the 40 and a half. So write that down. And here's the beauty of this. You do not have to take what I say for, uh, to put in stone or what is it set in stone. You can fade me if you want. But that's where I'm sitting at right now because the total is so low, because Nick Mullins is starting for the Cleveland Browns. You're looking at like a 30-3 type game. Well, yeah. So let's go under the total, 40 and a half, as we check the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right now. So that's my first give, my first lean of this Monday. And then there's another game at 8-15, so we got this whole... Uh, double header coming at you. The Vikings right now, minus six and a half at the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know what? We may get a little funky here and uh, just throw a little pittance on the Bears money line, plus 240. So give me a little bit of change on the Bears, plus 240. Kirk Cousins in prime time always seems to be a recipe for disaster. Uh, I also like the under 45 and a half. So those are my two takes for the late game at 815. I'm going to take the Bears for just a few few bucks. Nothing crazy here. Doesn't have to be your mortgage. Just 20, 30 bucks on the Bears money line at plus 240. And the total, I'll take the under 45 and a half. Because if my money line is going to come through, it's going to have to be in one of those grinded out, slow, eat the clock, run the ball, Bears type victory. So that's where we're going to go on. Again, Bears, money line, and the under 45 and a half. The uh, latest on the Washington football Eagles game still, and this, uh, this line has just been flying up and down since word of uh, the game being changed from Sunday to Tuesday night. I believe it got to as high as Eagles minus 13. That's when we thought that Gilbert was going to start at quarterback 
And then when they got the uh, word that the game was being pushed back to Tuesday, it dropped down to six and a half. And let me uh, look at the current line right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It is still Eagles minus six and a half. The total is 42. Now I said, and I'll continue to say, I'm not going to give out a, uh, a prediction on this one until tomorrow when we know who the heck is healthy. Because there's just no way we can make any sort of informative decision with where we are right now, as some players are still coming off of the COVID-19 list and some players are going back onto the list. We are going to wait until the 11th hour to make a prediction on that, and that will be um, tomorrow. Before we go today, I do want to mention the Washington Wizards look pretty good. And the victory against the Utah Jazz, a team they had lost to by 25 points in D.C. just a week ago. They exact revenge and beat Utah pretty handily. Oh, no, it wasn't pretty handily, but they took over in the second half and held off Utah. It was not handily. Sorry about that. It was not. <laughs> 109-103. Bradley Beal had his best game of the season. And as we have discussed many times, as Bradley Beal goes, so go the Wizards. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. When you are the best player... And your body language sucks, and you are not leading, it trickles down. When your body language is positive, when you are playing focused, when you are playing energized, good things happen. And that's exactly what took place against the Utah Jazz. There was no moping. There was no wanting to officials. There was no lack of hustle getting back on defense. He was locked and focused in, and that sent a message to the rest of his teammates, hey, we got to do the same. We have to match your intensity. Maybe even bring it more than you are. But you set that bar so high that we've got to do exactly what you're doing. And the fact that that has not happened in the last month or so is a head-scratcher. You've got a new coach. You've got a new uh, way of thinking. You've got a new approach in terms of your personnel. And as Wizards fans were going, my God, the exact same thing is happening when they were in that four-game losing streak. They were 10-3 and at one point, feeling good. Happy go, Jackie. And then they start feeling sorry for themselves. Bradley Beal starts sulking. Bradley Beal says he's not as into the game as he used to be. Bradley Beal is doing this and that, and, and he's looking terrible. And all of a sudden, something clicks. And he says, you know what? I got I to gotta step it up. I got to earn my $33 million by putting on a better face, and that follows with a better performance. I don't understand why it's so difficult to play a game with urgency and effort The Wizards at times don't do that. And you're going, my God, man. Earn your money. Earn your millions of dollars. Because during that four-game losing streak, it was clearly obvious that nobody was having fun. It was almost as if they just had to, to show up because they were told to, not because they wanted to. And then with whatever happened between that loss against the Phoenix Suns when they were just run out of the gym to the victory at the Utah Jazz, they looked like a completely different team. Their second-year player, Denny Avdia, lockdown defense. Contavious Caldwell-Pope hitting big threes like he should. Now, Spencer Dinwiddie's another topic altogether. He was not that great. But for the most part, everybody on the team was much better. Now, they don't have a game Tuesday, and that's too bad because that would have been fun to see them play the Brooklyn Nets in New York. But we're not going to see that because of the COVID-19 issues. 
as I talk to coaches all the time and I say, what's so frustrating about your profession is when you get your players to do something and do it at a very high level, you expect them to do it again the next game. And that does not happen. The great ones do it. The meddling, mediocre teams, it's a roller coaster. And that's what the Wizards are. So as fans, when we see them play that well against Utah, we go, well, why can't they do that all the time? At least give me that effort all the time. Because we're not blind. We see it. Coaches see it. That would keep me up late at night. Hey, we have done this. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. So I think they play the Knicks Wednesday or Thursday. Don't quote me on that. But that's where we will see if this Utah victory did anything. Bradley Beal played very well. 37 points. Was locked in. Was fantastic. Can he continue to do that? Or is he going to mope again? He can't mope. Stop moping. Please. Stop moping. So that'll be this week when they're back on the road. They get a few days off because they're not playing against the Nets. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Monday DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanran. I appreciate you following me along at Twitter at JFrankHanran. We will be back tomorrow as we get you set for the Philadelphia Eagles. Big game Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. And hopefully by tomorrow, we will have much more information to get you ready uh, for the big game because right now I just can't promise you a thing. To recap, tonight... I'm taking the Bears money line, and I'm taking that under against the the Vikings. That's in Chicago. And the first game, I'm taking the Raiders and the Browns under 40 and a half. We will revisit these picks tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. We're not going to gloss over it if we lose. We are going to take a look at whatever I gave you. That will be on tomorrow's show. I appreciate you so much. We'll chat tomorrow. This has been the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. See ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel, now through June 9th. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five Casino. Casino. Win at High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 